more? Need more? Get the catch-up with Cam at hit.com.au. What are you most looking forward to once the coronavirus restrictions are eased? Because, you know, we're getting a little bit of a taste of freedom here up in, up here in Queensland. As of this Friday, we're going to be able to go and have picnics with our, with our families and maybe one friend if you're single on your own, like me living here on my own. <laughs> A uh, bit pretty sad, but anyway. Moving on, we're going to be able to go visit national parks. We're going to be able to go and, you know, uh, go for a drive. Something simple that we were sort of becoming scared to do because we didn't want to cop a fine of upwards of $1,000. Now, I was saying that one of my things I'm most looking forward to is just going to the pub, having some beers, and getting a pub feed. Something that was such a an integral part of my life before coronavirus kicked in and since then, it's it's just been taken away from me. Something that, you know, I'm going to have to, that I'm really looking forward to. It's like I, I can't sleep at night until I get this. And my, my girlfriend has just texted me. She heard me before and said, don't be making any plans to go to the pub. My list gets bigger and bigger each day. Well, thank you for, for tuning in and telling me that, darling. But there's so many different things that we can be looking forward to. Just like simple things, like being able to sit on a park bench down the street. It's It's something that, you know, before it's just like, oh, why would you do that? But now it's like, let me sit on a park bench down the street. Uh, Lee, who's listening in on the Hit app, has called through. Lee, mate, what are you most looking forward to? What are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do once the coronavirus restrictions ease? Uh, probably taking my mum out for a little nice cor- uh, three-course um, dinner, I think. Oh, aren't you a sweetheart? I tell you, tell you what, I wouldn't mind doing that with my mum as well. Where, where are you going to take her? Have you got any ideas for the, for the special outing? She loves her Italian, so... A little, little champagne um, followed by some pasta. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Good on you. You're putting the rest of us sons to shame, though. Uh, I'd love to say I'm one of the world's best sons, but I think you really take the cake on this one. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Mike, mate. What's the first thing you're looking forward to once these coronavirus restrictions are lifted? I dare say I'll probably go out for a couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. What, are you just going to stay out for a few days straight, or are you gonna you going to have a bit of a rest time in between, or what? Don't know whether I'll come home in between those days or not. <laughs> Good on you, Mike. Getting the economy back on track. Get up with Cam. On Mount Isa's Hit 102.5. So this week, we're going to do the Missing Celebrities Unit Sporting Edition. Now, put your detective hats on. Celebrity number one, Brett Lee. Now, he's one of our, Australia's most famous cricketers. He was very well known for being one of the only people at the time who could bowl over 150 k's an hour. Now, he retired from Test Cricket in 2010, but was still playing a bit of big bash for the Sydney Sixers. But he retired from all forms of the game just five years ago. Now, besides appearing in a few Bollywood films and a few TV ads over the years, he's been relatively quiet. So what's he been up to? I tried to search what he's actually been doing, but not much, to be honest. The latest news article about him was from him and his wife purchasing a $9 million home in the northern beaches of Sydney. Not bad, don't you worry. He must be doing pretty well with the Bollywood films. Uh, moving on to celebrity number two, Mario Fennec, or Mario Fennec, better known as The Falcon. Now, you might remember him either from his 15-year stint with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He was very famous for wearing the, the headband with the black tape around it, and he was always getting injuries. Uh, he was also on the NRL footy show. He was very well-known for being the butt of the joke a lot of the time. You know what makes me laugh about this show, right? <laughs> because what happened? How do they get me? I get there was stitched a up pipe. all the time. Yeah, he was always being stitched up. Once the NRL footy show ended, he was working at the NRL head office in Sydney, 
Uh, but he's since retired and he's living on the south coast of New South Wales, spending more time with his family and helping out with Grassroots Rugby League. Fantastic from Mario Fennec. Now moving on, one of Australia's most loved athletes, Kathy Freeman. Now she became one of our golden girls when she won the 400 metre sprint at the 2000 Olympics in Sydney. This is a famous victory, a magnificent performance. What a legend. What a champion. Hear the crowd going wild there. Now, she retired from athletics in 2003 uh, so she could focus more on her, you know, personal life. And in 2007, she created a non-profit organisation focusing on Indigenous children in Australia. Similar to Brett Lee, I haven't been able to find too much of what she's been up to lately, but she has been focusing on the non-profit organisation that she created. That, that's the uh, Missing Celebrities Unit Sporting Edition. If you want, if you have a celebrity you want to find out a little bit more about, see what they've been up to, get in touch at Hit West Queensland's Facebook page. This is the Hit Breakfast Show with Cam. Let me take you over to Sweden. Swedish House Mafia. It's the only Swedish song on you. I don't even know if this is a, a Swedish song. But anyway, they have made headlines over the last couple of days because, you know, they are, they have been ridiculed for keeping pubs open. It's a big decision that, you know, a lot of countries, well, every country around the world had to make because, you know, it's a it's essentially a breeding ground for coronavirus. People have a few drinks and they get a, get a bit close to one another. But they have decided that they're keeping their pubs and clubs open because they they believe that they are having a, a unique approach to how to handle this coronavirus situation. So what they're doing is they're keeping their vulnerable people at home and forcing them to, to stay in lockdown. But the people who are in the low-risk category, they're sort of saying, well, if they, if they go out to these places and they contract the coronavirus, it's going to bring, bring upon what is essentially herd immunity. Now, that means that instead of getting a vaccine, if everyone's exposed to a little bit of coronavirus, then there's going to be no need to actually get a vaccine, which, you know, I'm not too sure whether that's going to be effective in the long run. But anyway, besides the point, what's happening though is, so, so this this idea has been brought upon by one of the uh, the epidemiologists in Sweden. His name's Anders Tegnell. Now he's uh, he's been sort of put up on this pedestal by the Swedish people to the point where people are getting his face tattooed on their arms and legs. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible. People love the pub so much over in Sweden that they're getting this epidemiologist, this guy with glasses and bald hair, or a bald head, tattooed on their arms and legs just because he's keeping the pubs open. Very interesting sort of way of uh, showing appreciation for this guy. I was thinking last night, hmm, I wonder if that would work in Australia. Would I get uh, Scott Morrison's face tattooed on my calf? Or would I get Bob Catter's face tattooed on my shoulder and it was a very very weird thing to think about and I sort of wasn't too sure I fell asleep thinking about it want more need more get the catch up with cam at hit.com.au